Bam 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 Welcome back, everyone, to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. You know the drill. This is Tuesday. It's the Wicklebuff. Sitting across from me is Lisa motherfucking Linky. Hi. And sitting in my body is Misty motherfucking Stinnett. I am the awareness that is the awareness. That is aware that I am aware. So this is <laughs> normally on the podcast. We rate and review a uh, popular self-help book, and we tell you how we feel about it. We give you the highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, the insights, the ins and outs. Yeah, the I didn't before, have an opposite the of an insight. But Tuesdays, we go off script. We do what we want. We do uh, homework check-ins. We do whatever we want. You're here for the ride. You get it. We're so glad you're here. Welcome. And we hope your day, morning, evening, whatever, is going very, very well. Okay. We're glad you're Someone with us. Someone has eaten a few dried cherries, and she is getting, she's a living for that sugar, sugar high. A quick blood sugar spike right now. I've got a ponytail, and I'm whipping it around. Whipping it around. That's right. So... We just finished uh, last week the incredible two-part episode. From your adorable, lovely, wonderful, inspiring sister. She's, I could not agree more. I, I love her. I can't wait for your other sister to come. So much. I know, Jen. Get on the podcast. Um, she's in New York. She's in Manhattan. She's very fancy. It's going to be a hot minute because she's got important things to do. Did she lose power? She did, and she was on the train. <gasps> Mm-hmm. How long was she there? I don't know because I went to bed before she got out. Sorry, John. I'm gonna, I should check in with her. She could still be on the train. Um, it's been a day. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Heather assigned us the homework from Self-Driven Child yeah. to um, anytime we don't want to do something, we say, I really don't want to do X, but I want why? Well, I don't feel like I don't feel X, I don't feel like doing X, but, but I, I want, want y. y. So, for ex- the example she gave us was something like, "I don't feel like practicing piano, but I want to do well at my recital." Because both of us have a piano recital coming up. Yeah, yes, we do. So it was a very specific and timely example. Well, that would be for your child, right? When they don't want to play piano, you could say, "I understand you don't want to." Uh, you don't feel like practicing piano. Right. Do you, how do you want to feel when you are at your recital? Well, oh, that's interesting. I actually interpreted it as because you don't want to micromanage your kid, right? Like practicing them doing the sort of pros and cons. Well, thing, how, right? how would they know until you teach them, right? Yeah. In yeah, the beginning, you have to yeah, help them understand exactly, that. Exactly. But then as for yourself as an adult, uh, I don't feel like emptying the dishwasher, but I want to have a a, a, a a clean kitchen. Yeah, or I want I I don't feel like doing the dishes, but I want to have a pan to cook in mm-hmm. or whatever. So how did this go for you, Lisa? You know, I think I do this a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to negotiate with myself from time to time. Um, I don't feel like. Um, and I, I did this specifically with an invoice that I needed to get done. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like making the invoice. I, I, for whatever reason, I hate doing invoicing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice way to remember, like, well, I'm never going to get paid until I invoice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so and if it it's the one barrier keeping you yeah. from that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and how did it feel when you thought about that? Like, did it motivate you? I mean, I th- I think my I think Linda— I, 
has helped me. This is a strategy that Linda has used for yeah. a long time on me. So um, I get it. And then sometimes it backfires, right? Right. Like, I don't feel like doing this, but I want to feel that way later. And also, who cares? Right. 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 And this this did remind me a bit of the five-second rule. Mm-hmm. When you have the thought, just take action. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is different because it's more. There's more of like a logic in you know, talking and a yourself into state. it, and yeah, a future state, and not just jumping into it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was interesting. I've I've been finding myself doing this a lot lately because uh, a lot of things are happening in my life that that are upsetting or that are um, hard to deal with, and because it feels like I'm focusing so much energy on those, every other menial task is like. Well, I don't want to do the laundry, but I want to have clothes to wear, you know, yeah. sort of a thing. So I, I do find myself going like, oh, okay. I, th- I think for me it's it's been most valuable as an awareness practice. Yeah, I will say too, like, you know, when I am in a, a depressed state, mm-hmm. things like laundry, things like unloading the dishwasher and reloading the dishwasher, things like they taking out the garbage. They are pointless. Well, they don't just seem enormous. They are they enormous. Are enormous right? They are physically and emotionally taxing. Right. So an exercise like this sometimes in that state is actually a little bit detrimental for me. Mm. So an exercise like this when you are in a, um, a, a high-functioning state is yeah. great. Right. But when I'm already in a in a suboptimal state yeah to say to myself i don't feel like doing this but i want this it kind for me sometimes it feels like doubling down okay so let me try and flip it on its head okay i don't feel like doing x y or z but i want to feel taken care of or like i'm i'm taking care of myself so i'm just gonna lay here yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if there's a way to, to like, I just don't, honor yourself. I think too. I just don't do that. I think yeah. I just don't say that thing to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I just, yeah, I, yeah. because that is a great way to motivate yourself to do something. It, it Yeah, it is about, it does feel like it's all about taking action. Yeah, yeah. So when I'm in a space where I am not able to take action, mm-hmm. um, I just honor that. Yeah. I say, I don't feel like emptying the dishwasher and reloading it. And I can't right now. Yeah. And I, I think that's where it becomes powerful as an awareness practice. Like, well, I don't want to do that, but I do want clean dishes. And, right, there's like a third thing. And I'm going to do what's best for me in the moment right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it later. So yeah. it, I think it's I think when you're in your like just humming yeah. along optimal state, yeah. it's great. And especially when it's a kid who's learning like, you know. Consequences. Uh, yeah, and reasoning. Yeah. Logic and reasoning. I think it's really great. So um, that was a really good awareness practice. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Heather, for that homework. Also known as Sissy. Um, yeah, I can't call her that. Um, <laughs> okay, I have some listener communiques. Communique. Are you ready for some listener communique? I'm so ready. And I haven't heard any of these, have I? Mm-mm. I just took a sip and water is running down my nose. Thank you. Apparently I was drinking through my forehead. (laughs) You guys, we love it when you communicate with us. Misty has been begging you, begging you at the end of every episode. Listen, listen up, everybody. I'm as close to the mic as I can get. (laughs) I bet you can get closer. We, we love, it's in my mouth. We love when you reach out to us in our DMs. Slide in into our, our DMs. emails, in our texts. I'm waiting on a carrier pigeon. 
Or a courier. Well, okay. Get at me. Well, you're about to be really excited. Okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> so this message is from Lorian in uh, Colorado. and Lorian or Lorian? Lorian. Cool name. Isn't like it? DeLorean? Yeah, but just Lorian. Love it. Um, she is a loyal listener and loves our podcast. Loyal listener Lorian. Thank you. She says, um, ladies, halfway through Gloria podcasts, when we did uh, Revolution Revolution from from Within, within. she says, loving it, loving your discussion about the need for our generations to value something more than accomplishments or a job as their identity. She says, my kids' school encourages parents not to ask their kids what do they want to be when they grow up, but who do they want to be? Oh, she says, it's powerful. What a powerful adjustment. Yeah. She says, even my son, Evan, who is four, will describe who he wants to be instead of picking a career. <gasps> he wants to be a silly boy. She says, thumbs up emoji. A silly boy. Uh-huh. Riley, her daughter, who's seven, says, I just want to be me. And then oh. she says, all caps, yes. Yeah. <laughs> there are parents who don't like this, and they switch schools to a place where they think their child will get a, quote, technical or more competitive education. Oh, that breaks my heart. She says, it makes me sad because... They are modeling that is what defines you. And I want my kids to feel value from kindness and compassion. Oh, my God, Lorian. This is so lucky to have you as a mom. It's like, maybe I should have just emailed you. But I just wanted to say loving the discussion. Um, And I said, I love this. Can I read this on a weekly beef? And she said, absolutely. Just a simple word change really makes a difference. That is one word change. And it starts with the same two letters. It's a one letter change. Powerful. Lorian, thank you so much for that. And it it makes me feel so happy that there are schools doing this, that there are schools as their philosophy making this adjustment. That's so freaking cool. Yeah. And I I just want to say, too, like, it must be really hard to change approaches from the way that you were raised, right? Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, Because you kind of have to, in doing so, you kind of have to validate that while it may have been successful, mm-hmm. it might not have been the best way. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people who feel um, guilt and shame about, uh, if you're Midwestern, talking ill about your family or saying yeah. like your family didn't, your your parents didn't do it right, um, yeah. you know, that's tough. So I just want to applaud any parent who's willing to, because I'm sure your parents are, are going to have feelings about you doing it differently. Yeah. Or even if you just explain why you're on board, it can automatically infer and trigger their them. way was wrong. Yeah. So it's never as simple as it seems, right? Yeah. Bravo, so, Lorian. Yeah, That's bravo. Cool. Um, okay, so our next um, communique. communique is from a listener named Dyson. Dyson. Yeah. He's a published author and weirdo. That's what? what his cool. Yeah. I, um, I've got one of those checked off. You guess which. <laughs> he says, Hi, Lisa and Misty. I completely agree with your take on The Secret book. Thank you. I hate the victim blaming and ridiculous magical thinking for white people. Yeah, fuck that. It feels like an obscene scam. That said, I have a history of skewing negatively in my thinking, and I've had to work to focus my thoughts on positive outcomes. Okay. When I'm able to do this. He's a Lisa trying to be a Misty. Thank you. That's that's our. Why did that hit so hard? That's our merchandise. (laughs) I'm a Lisa. I'm a Lisa. I'm a Misty. Um. He says, uh, uh, that said, I've had a history of uh, skewing negatively my thinking, and I've had to work to focus my thoughts on positive outcomes. Mm. When I'm able to do this, I definitely see a difference. Okay. Almost always and often immediately. 
When I don't, I usually experience the outcome that matches my thoughts. Wow. There must be somewhere between wishful desperation and privileged superiority. Thank you. <laughs> where an image of progress and success is grounded in reality and thoughtful action. Yes. I mean, even just saying it like that is so much more complex and nuanced and thoughtful and inclusive than the Devin. entire book. I like mean, if Rhonda Byrne had said that at the beginning, I'd have been like, I'm on board with this book. Exactly. He says, have you found any self-help books that talk about the mysterious power of belief, but back it up with practical action? He said, Mel Robbins is great, but I kind of feel like her approach is about bulldozing feelings rather than harnessing yeah, energy and absolutely. using it. absolutely. I agree with or that. Or are we all just fucked and should seriously get to work on partying to the end of days? Um, Dyson, come over. I'll make us martini. Thank you. <laughs> Um, this was on Instagram, and I wrote back um, and used up the length of an Instagram message allotable. Oh, which is how many characters? I don't know. It didn't seem that long. Oh, Lisa, that's such a long message. <laughs> but um, She just scrolled three iPhone lengths. No, to get, it no, wasn't that long. <laughs> But um, I talked about how therapists use reframing all the time, uh-huh. right? And yeah. that it is it is a proven technique in yeah. working to reframe negative thoughts into um, yeah. you know, positive cognition. And I also I also think that when in, in visualizing this positive outcome, when you think something is actually possible to get there, you view obstacles in a different way. That's as right. opposed to like, oh, okay, this is a non-starter. This is a sign I'm going to give up. You go, oh, no, but I know it's possible. So let me think of a workaround. And I think that's where like positive belief and action intersect in a really cool way. You know, I used to, when I did the breast cancer three-day walk twice, Mm. and I used to have this feeling like if I can see it, I can walk to it. And that was partly because it was in the Midwest and it was flat. And literally you could like see a a huge object far away. Yes. And I could get to it. And yeah. then I and then I would see the next one and could get to it. That's such a cool visual. And I felt Lise. that way in therapy after a while when I had had some experience of working on a new skill or thought yes. pattern or something yes. and seeing what it would look like yeah. and then achieving it, right? Yes. But until I knew what that thing looked like, I could not imagine it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it wasn't until I had experienced it either in individual or group therapy of like what that thing was and what I wanted it to look like or experience it like, yeah. then I could work towards it. How do you it. know what you're working towards if you can't see the goal? Exactly. So I think that's a really, that's a really, um, beautiful observation on your and Dyson's part. Thank you. So I wrote him back about all of this stuff Mm -hmm. and um, how reframing and how I've worked with it Mm -hmm. and that I had the same problem with Mel Robbins' book and I gave him a teaser of a book we'll be covering coming up that um, approaches this. I know. And he said... uh, yeah, of course. And he said, you guys are awesome. I love your reviews. And I genuinely appreciate how you both model and encourage critical thinking without shaming. Thank you. And <gasps> I said, well, I do shame. Um, <laughs> thank you. Misty is much better at that. I than just I. shame myself, <laughs> right? which is really exciting for all of us, I think. Um, and I'm going <laughs> to read one more um, uh, from, uh, let's see. What this is so her, wonderful. I know, right? This is such a treat. I don't know her name because she doesn't have it on her um, Instagram thing, but her Okay. Instagram is the bug and the bee. Okay. And she says, my sister told me about your podcast, and now a week later, I'm addicted. Y'all are doing such a great job and having fun, and I appreciate it all. Lisa, I feel like we share many personality traits, and it's fun to hear that on my earbuds. <laughs> Misty, I love your
your optimism. <laughs> you two share a realness I've been longing to hear. Please keep rocking it. Oh my god! And then she sent a photo, but it's from a private account, and so I can't see it. But she was like, "Stam!" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I know what it's about. Um, so anyway, that's really, really wonderful. This is so nice to hear from people because I mean, like episode after episode, I just have to stare and talk at Lisa, and it's like right? always Lisa all the time. Okay, I lied. There's, no, I'm, I'm kidding. There's <laughs> one more from Natalie. Oh yay! She says, hi, hi, big fan since episode one. <gasps> I'm not sure if y'all will read this, but today at Barnes & Noble, I saw the sweetest girl reading The Secret, and I just wanted to run up and take it from her on your behalf. No, slap it out from under her hand. You know the motion I'm talking about, the little underhand scoop. <laughs> she says, we all know we'd be doing her a big favor and saving her valuable dollars. Laughing emoji. Just put in, just slip in, I'm judging you by Lovia Jai. Thank you. Just like in its That's place. That's great one. <laughs> she says, anyway, love you guys and love your show. And I wrote back, oh my God, y'all, save yeah. everyone. I said, thank you for listening. Can we read this on the weekly beef? And she said, yes, absolutely. I'm so excited. Totally fangirling. Y'all are great. <laughs> and then she was like, is this Misty, Lisa, or Matt? And then she's uh. like, I don't even care. I'm just so excited. <laughs> Which, by the way, and we're not, we're not, listen, with our millions, maybe even billions of listeners, we trillions. want to know. With our trillions of listeners. There's not a trillion people on the planet. But they all but listen yeah. multiple times. Oh, that's right. Um, you will get us. If you email mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. if you DM us on Twitter, on Instagram, it will be Lisa and I replying. And if you want to talk to Sav, we'll get you in touch. And listen, what's about to happen is you're about to start hearing the, the guitar music and um, do you want to get in touch? Or go help yourself. Is it's a, like comedy. Right? podcast. And you're going to just fast forward. You're going to be you're like, great, that's like, over. Bye. But here's what I want to tell you. That's how you get in touch and that's how we can read your amazing message on Yeah, air. so we've got all of our handles at the end of the episode, mm-hmm. but just for fun, we're go help yourself podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're GHY Podcast. On uh, Instagram, we're go help yourself podcast. Lisa's at at its linky. I'm at Misty Rose. Sav is at Sound of Sav and Fairfax Village Studios. It's all happening. It's the it's 2019. It's it's a joy and a we're privilege nowhere to be and everywhere at the same time. Misty's phone number is no. Lisa's social security number. Is- <laughs> Anyway, we love you. Thank thank you to everybody who wrote in. We've got more coming up. It's mm-hmm. such a treat um, to be friends with all of you and to yeah. have these discussions with all of you because although it's it's a conversation between Lisa and I, we're so present and we can feel You're everybody. You're all here in the room yeah. with us. Yeah. Literally, Dyson, get off my shoulder. That's what's happening. <laughs> anyway, we love you. And with that, keep writing in. And life, life is, is abundant. abundant. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know, you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast, Twitter at Podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.